broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Episode 4, How to Live from the Heart and Not the Mind. I spent a lot of time of my life listening to my head. It was logical and made sense. My heart wanted me to take chances and trust others, but my egoic mind always overruled that desire based on past childhood traumas. The first time I followed my heart was when I married my husband, Philip. My ego fought me every step of the way. It told me my decision wasn't logical, that we were both newly divorced, and despite the months of long talks, we knew each other for less than a year. My mind told me I was overriding the long-standing belief systems which were in place to keep me safe. But time has proven that it was the best decision I've ever made, and this began my path of living from the heart and not my mind. Human beings multitask and try to do it all. We've allowed the mind to run our lives automatically. It dictates our understanding, our activities, our reactions, and our choices, mainly based on all belief systems that were handed down from others. We think we're in control of our lives, but we also feel exhausted. We have conflicting thoughts and are confused. Many times we move in a direction or down a particular path only out of fear. We're stressed, overwhelmed, and out of balance. But by allowing our power-hungry brains to run the show, we quit listening to the heart, the soul's voice. When we live from our heart, it feels different. There's peace and ease as we move forward because we have a deep inner knowing that all is well. We're relaxed, we respond from a place of love, and we live in balance. When we live from the heart, our lives transform. So why do we listen to the mind? Until we become aware of the ego, it's in charge. It reacts to perceived threats for our safety, which it's designed to do. The mind compartmentalizes the different aspects of our lives and isn't concerned with what actually matters to our authentic selves. We listen to the ego's voice or the opinions of others instead of our heart. We pay attention to the what ifs, the I can'ts, and the I should haves whirling around in our mind. We allow the mind to get us depressed about the past or anxious about the future. It's always critical of the actions we take and more concerned about what others think or how others will perceive us. Therefore, it will lie to us in order to maintain control. The reason we listen to the mind is that someone trained us to do so as a child. The conditioning by the adults in our lives to behave a certain way empowered the voice of others in the egoic mind to conform, so we receive the love we long for. So how do we begin to follow the heart? First, we have to get quiet and learn who we authentically are. We need to know what makes us happy, what our strengths are, and what our weaknesses are. By being honest with ourselves about who we are, we can begin to hear what our heart is saying to us. The heart isn't ruled by logic, but instead by our emotions. The gut feeling we have is our soul speaking to us. It lets us know that the decision is true for us because it feels right. The heart grounds us with spirit and never lies and always keeps our best intentions at the forefront, unlike the ego. When we feel something, let go of the egoic voice and listen to the soul. As you do, the heart opens and we live from a place of love and freedom. This opening is a daring act as it means that we're putting our authentic self out into the world. Let's be courageous and live from the heart. Yes, it takes courage to be vulnerable. The heart might get hurt, but it's better to live fully than to survive from moment to moment. 
I think we all want to thrive and not feel stuck in the fears of the egoic voice. When we have a decision to make and our heart tells us one thing while the mind tries to keep us safe, what direction do we take? There's a logical option of the ego and the one that feels right from the heart. When our soul speaks, it bases its idea on its connection to spirit, which only sees possibilities. Whereas the mind looks at the pros and cons, it sees limitations. The ego looks for the cause and effect scenarios to make a choice. We need to allow room for new prospects in our lives instead of letting the mind override our gut feeling to do what our heart desires. Following our heart is learning to recognize the wisdom of our soul and then moving forward with faith. So how do we tune into the heart's voice? We base most of our decisions on habit. The breakfast we have, the route we take to work, are routines that take minor consideration, if any, on our part. The automatic reactions of the mind. Society has conditioned us to accept rationality and analytical thought over our intuition because instinct cannot be scientifically proven. Our culture encourages conformity versus differences and puts a premium on making rational decisions instead of trusting our feelings. So we lose our individualism because society feels that it's rebellious. And if we lovingly accept our uniqueness, culture meets us with resistance and it conditions us to conform. Repeatedly, this scenario plays out and we feel trapped. As we live in a rational world of humanity, we cut ourselves off from the source of life. But by turning towards the heart voice, we open ourselves up to becoming our authentic selves and truly living the life we desire. We need to become comfortable with the unknown. As we listen and decide from the heart, we have to learn to deal with the unknown because the soul moves us forward without our mind understanding the decision we are making. Trusting this process gets more comfortable with time as we see the authentic self always has our best intentions at heart. This alternative way of perceiving the world also feels better than the self-judgment and criticism of the egoic voice. As we step into this new process of decision-making, there will be resistance by our ego. The uncertainty that arises is the egoic voice trying to understand the choice we've made. It's looking at the current evidence, and it sees that it's not aligning with the path we are taking. And that's all right. I understand that what I'm saying is easier said than done, but this is a process to strengthen the trust we place in living from the heart. We can only build this confidence by moving forward along the path of life and see what magic and synchronicities unfold. As we move through the process, ask ourselves how we feel about the decisions we are making. Determine if we're choosing our current path because it's something we should do or is it based on our gut feeling. By engaging in this self-reflection, we'll be able to determine if the heart or the mind is controlling the decision-making process. We may need to reframe the words we use. As we are mindful of the choices we make, we'll see patterns where we stumble and notice where the mind and heart work together. This alignment can occur more easily by changing the words we use when mulling over a decision. Choices, like any change, is neutral. But when the egoic mind interferes, it allows duality to take effect in the decision-making process. The ego labels outcomes as good or bad. It attaches to the results the ego wants instead of allowing the universe to give us what we need. Don't enable the labeling of the situation. Just let it be what it is and recognize that there are endless possibilities that the mind cannot comprehend. By reframing our perceptions about the situation or the outcomes, we allow the magic of flow into our lives. We open up to the limitless possibilities available to us instead of the limitations the ego imposes. 
How can we build a toolkit to help us in this process? The first tool is awareness of the present moment, which allows us to recognize patterns. Pay close attention to our feelings and where they show up. Realize the thoughts we have about the choice and how they make us feel. As we do this, we will see the differences in the fleeting impulses and the callings from the heart. Another tool is noticing what actions we take. Are they the egoic impulses or the callings of our soul? As we become more familiar with the soul's voice, we'll let the whims of the ego float by like clouds in the sky. We are learning to discount them as not worthy of our time and effort. But the callings of the soul become something significant as we value our innate potential. The third tool is to breathe. Pause before we allow the egoic mind to speak concerning the calling. Maybe take a baby step towards this beckoning before deciding to turn away from it. As we take action, we build our confidence to trust living from the heart. The last tool is to take time to reflect on the progress we've made. Check in with ourselves through prayer or meditation to determine if the path we're on is what our authentic self desires. Verify that our feelings align with our soul and that the mind hasn't overridden the heart. As we reflect on the process, we see that we will trust the choices being made, even if the brain thinks it's irrational because we've learned to trust and navigate the unknown. What are some of the ways to live from the heart? Focus on the small things that may go unnoticed. Smile at others we meet along our path. Be kind to all we see. Kindness and consideration of others have an immediate positive impact on the world around us. Be our authentic selves, always. Our honesty helps build trust in ourselves and others. Remember that everyone matters. We all can be friendly to those we encounter and build each other up. Compassion is a great healer if we reach out to one another. Be vulnerable and don't allow fear to rule our decisions. Our sensitivity is a strength that permits empathy to flow. It opens us to authentic interactions and relationships. Tell people how we feel about them. Say I love you or I'm sorry or please forgive me. By telling others how we feel means there are no regrets. Live for the impact we have on the lives of those we meet. The value of life isn't based on productivity, but on how we positively affect others. Our actions are the testimonies we leave behind to the world about what our truth is and who we authentically are. Accept what is, be open to what will be, respond with love in all situations, and seek the transformation of that we wish to change. Cooperate with others. We all want the same thing in life, love and happiness. Working together instead of hindering one another will move us forward quickly and together. When we live from the heart, it brings peace. Being heart center reduces stress and separation by appreciating and caring for others. By serving one another, we help to relieve the suffering of ourselves and those around us. We begin to see the abundance around us as we express our gratitude for the people in our lives. Our gratitude connects us to our hearts and keeps it open to receive all life has to give. As we become our authentic selves, our negative behaviors like judgment, self-centeredness, and blaming fade away. We become empowered to create the peace we all desire because it comes from within ourselves, from our hearts, not our minds. How do we recognize a heart-centered life? Just because it makes sense on paper doesn't mean that it's the best way for us to move forward. Paper doesn't have our emotional data taken into consideration. And if we live out the plan of the mind, we lose ourselves to the chaos of our unhappiness. Our minds are limiting based on filters others impose. 
Our hearts urge us to discover our own limitless possibilities. It's not asking you to take unnecessary risk, but making those that push us towards our dreams. We know that the mind can only take us so far because we've all ignored our gut and followed our head to our own detriment. The brain is the hardware, the mind is the software, but the heart feeds data into the system through our feelings. As we discussed in our first episode, the heart and mind continue to expand. As we maintain our awareness, the heart continues to open itself to all the world offers. The soul is timeless and dedicated to supporting us in creating our dreams. It's wiser for us to listen to its guidance instead of the mind as love offers security that transcends every situation. We are born to be so much more than our minds can comprehend. How do we move forward with a heart-centered life? We listen to the mind because society has conditioned us, but the ego leads us astray. Instead, we need to be brave and listen to the heart. To do this, we need to get to know our authentic selves. Getting comfortable with not knowing, trusting the universe, and reframing our perspective helps us build a toolkit that allows us to live from the heart and not the mind. We connect to source through our hearts, so it makes sense that following our soul would allow for better experience. We're living on purpose, so we have flow and clarity. And with no ambiguity, we build confidence in trusting our intuition, that gut feeling. By listening to the soul's voice, we bring peace into our lives. As you become more aware of the heart's whispers and realize that it has your best intentions, you can change your life. Do you need support to help you live from the heart and not the mind? Do you want a strategy to help you overcome the ego's limiting beliefs and live a successful life? If so, please reach out to me via my website, terrykozlowski.com, and together we can make a plan for you to create the life you desire. Please join us next week as we discuss how all limitations are self-imposed. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. Thank you.